Yo, what is good, high performers and camp believers? Welcome to another episode of the Can't Believe I Made It podcast. I am your podcast host and high performance mentor, Desi Abeda. So I, I came across this piece of content the other day that I absolutely loved. I ended up reposting it. So shout out to Tofu, Tofu Media for this. So I ended up reposting it and I started thinking about the story more and more because I ended up finding this Reddit thread a, a, a long time ago. And the moment I read it, I was like, oh my God, that is such a cool story if you are someone who enjoys the hero's journey. And because you all as pod family really love that, I figured that this would be right on par with things that we're going over anyway. So without further ado, listen up. Let's talk thought exercises. Yo, what up? You've heard how every superhero has their origin story, right? Well, welcome to the Can't Believe I Made It podcast. I am your host, Desi Abeda. I'm a high-performance mentor, registered dietitian, and family man. Tune in as we explore the high-performance habits of high performers, their origin story, and how they went from disbelief to belief in their own hero's journey, where they got to a point and shouted, can't believe I made it. Enjoy the episode. So like I was saying, I ended up post reposting this this past week and got a lot of comments and a lot of questions or, or rather just in, really just engagement about the story itself because others had not stumbled across this. And so for those that don't know, Frank Ocean is a phenomenal success story, right? So the things that we know about him is he has two Grammy Awards, a Brit Award for the International Male Solo Artist of 2013. A bunch of other awards. And I think what's really fantastic about Frank is for those who understand hip hop culture, they are still, or we as a hip hop culture, if you will, because I, I consider myself inside of that culture because I have a, a profound love for the artistry behind it. And I can also acknowledge that there's a lot of areas that we all need to grow. And one of the things that hip hop has done for quite some time is there's been a lot of talk and a lot of hatred towards what they don't understand. And one of the things that I would probably pinpoint is not only just the misogyny that happens, but also the, the hatred for those that choose to go different paths. And I feel like Frank has done a phenomenal job of not only just being his authentic self, but doing so in a way where it started to, to open up people's mindsets around gender, around sexuality, just around the idea that there are differences. And so for me, having heard this story, I thought it was something that was really special. And dating back, there was a Reddit thread that was coined as explain your current situation to yourself to your five year ago self. And when I first saw this from Frank Ocean, the first time I read it, it was like, oh my God, this, this is amazing. I don't know when or where I'm going to use this, but I'm going to use this at some point. And even if it's just not for my life, I'm going to use it to educate clients that I might have. I'm going to use it to do something, right? And so I want to I want to read back to you the story or rather the thought exercise that Frank did back about I want to say more than 10 years ago. Okay? And so let me let me go ahead and bring in a little bit of information before I even get into the letter itself that Frank wrote to himself. And so this is after Nostalgia Ultra. So this is Frank's mixtape in 2011 that was spawned after Hurricane Katrina. 
since Frank, Frank is from New Orleans, right? And so that mixtape itself did not do incredibly well at first, but it is something of a cult classic, if you will, if you are a huge Frank Ocean fan. And for myself, Strawberry Swing is probably one of my favorite songs ever um, because of just, I, I, I enjoy the way that it makes me feel, okay? So dating back to that moment, this is right before Channel Orange that got released in 2012, which this is where most of us know Frank Ocean from. Okay. And so for those that don't know, I have a couple podcasts that I'm going to put in the show notes that I would love for you to just take the moment to listen to because in the letter, he talks about his artistry in the letter. He talks about trusting his gifts. And I felt like that album in itself. And then obviously he has his other albums as well. And we're also awaiting one. I posted this last week and I was really excited because there were some there's some rumors out there that Frank might be dropping something this past week. He didn't. <laughs> I feel the same way that I that I do about Kendrick. I was I was waiting for the longest time. And when the wait was over, I felt so good. And and to be honest, I would wait again for something that monumental. So Frank, if you ever hear this, you can take your time, my friend. I an artist never rushes his craft. So you can take your time. And, and provide your art whenever you feel like it's aligned with you. All right, so dating back, so this is that 2011, 2012 era, right before Channel Orange hit the scene, and right before, in, in a lot of ways, Channel Orange completely changed the trajectory of his career and completely changed the trajectory of his life. And so let's go back into that moment and go ahead and read what he had provided for himself. Uh, which was obviously five years later, but the thought exercise itself is is as followed. Explain your current situation to yourself five year to to your five years ago self. So this is Frank Ocean. This is what he writes. Well, all right, I'll give it a shot. Hey Chris, your name is Frank now. It's a long story. Your girlfriend is about to break up with you because of the long distance. It's okay. And that job you're working, well, you're gonna have to work there for another year and some months, and then you're gonna get fired. You're going to work a couple more jobs after that too. Nothing glamorous. Kinko's and AT&T if you really want the, the specifics. But you're never really going to be homeless or starving. Don't worry, you won't fail and have to move back to New Orleans either. You're going to get your heart broken though, twice. If it helps, the first one is going to be worse than the second. Contrary to how it feels, it won't kill you. In fact, it's going to help you write an album. Yeah, you finally finished an album. People like it, man. You're actually going to write and record hundreds of songs. They won't all be good, and most people won't think you're talented at first, but you're going to master your gifts. You're going to become a lot stronger and wiser, even a little bit taller. Be patient. I mean, you kind of have no choice. And be good to people. I don't want to spoil too much for you, but you're on a plane right now to the East Coast to work with Kanye West and Jay-Z. It's all working out, kid. You made it. For those of you who know the the type of titan now that Frank is, this thought exercise and this letter hits you. Because of how massive he is, I think it was a really phenomenal, vulnerable take at what we look at for people who have been able to get to a point where they're at the highest level of their field, right? Musicians, artists, things like that. We look at these people, and, and, and I don't know about you, but I definitely hold them 
to a certain standard. And I hold them like on top of a pedestal because of what they've been able to do when they achieve what they needed to in order to get to that point. But I think what's really good about this is it's a it's a really good human look and a, and a different perspective on what the process looks like. Because I think this, the, the most special thing about that is each and every one of us are going through our, our path, right? We're going through our own hero's journey. And while maybe the paths don't look similar, there's a lot to be said about the similarities of the process in itself. One thing, a couple things that we know about the hero's journey is that at some point there's going to be that call to adventure. Something in your life happens where you just, you're not really sure why it happened or what, but you know there's something inside of you that, that is being triggered. There's something inside of you to go to that adventure. We also know there's going to become a moment where you, where you feel like you won. And the gift that you give back to people and, and the gift that you give back to your life inside of that hero's journey is coming back to tell the story, to, to help and to motivate and to hold space for others that might be in that place where they're, they're having that call. Something is happening in their life where they're just not okay with it and they know that something is, something is off. It's that invitation. And so when you come back and, and provide that gift and tell your story, this is why I'm, I'm a really, really big fan, especially as I work with high-level people, helping them to become the healthiest version of themselves so that everything that they're involved in can, can see what can happen when you truly keep your side of the street clean. I always tell them like, hey, you have to, you have to get used to telling your story more because not only is it going to help you from the perspective of really honoring the process and falling in love with that process, but you also might be speaking to someone else who might, might have been in the same shoes that you were. Because when we go out in this hero's journey, when we go out in, in any sort of journey that is hard, I think the one thing that we can all agree with is that it's not going to come easy in those moments where you don't feel like you're enough or that self-doubt comes up, that process in itself is, it's daunting because it's all you think about. And who's better at telling ourselves all the horrible things that's wrong with us than ourselves? <laughs> We're weird in that way. So I think what's really special about this story is not only just the, the hero's journey behind it of having that call to adventure, right? working those odd jobs for him, and then really being able to get to a point where he launches a project. And maybe not everyone loved it, but he honors his gifts and continues to go. And I think that process in itself is extremely special because like I said in the beginning, it brings us back to, a, to almost a, a human level of understanding that while we might have idols in our life, they too at some point we're in that call to adventure. They too, at some point, were in that place where they had a, an extreme amount of self-doubt, an extreme amount of imposter syndrome, where they were just looking for something to hold on to. This story for me, I think, is just is so special because I, I see a lot of myself in the process. And while I would love to be able to serenade you all with my beautiful voice like Frank does, I would love to be able to... to to show you my artistry in a way where you can hear it in the same way that music does, in the same way that Frank does, in, in how he expresses his art through his music, I like to think I do do it in other ways. Obviously, this podcast is, is one 
fantastic example of me leaning into the process of not exactly knowing what this is going to bring. This podcast in itself has provided me with a bunch of different opportunities that, to be honest, I'm in a place now where I'm like, I don't really know where the limit is. I just, I, I don't know. And I think that part is is really special. And so I had posted this this last week and I had some people that were like, oh my God, I got to try this exercise. And so I myself, I, I've done this in my head during certain moments, but I think what what has been really cool about you know, just finished doing it right before I, I press record on this podcast was it was a really cool reminder, not only just about the process, but about what it feels like to truly step in the gratitude of the things that I personally have gone through and, and where I am today and what I've done with those things and what it means for the future. And so I wanted to share with you my version of the exercise in hopes that it would really push, influence, and motivate you to pause this podcast and to do that for yourself. The exercise itself probably took me about 10 minutes tops. And that's mainly because I threw it into Grammarly and I wanted to get it right. <laughs> There's probably some perfectionism in there. I should probably bring that to my therapist. <laughs> But like I said, I hope the, the motivation for you is to, to pause and, and to really take a look on where you were five years ago. And the bigger push is that after having done this exercise, and again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you my version of mine, having done this exercise, if you're still doing the same things and those same things aren't serving you anymore, it's, it's time for an honest conversation with yourself. Is this something that you feel proud of? And at the same time, is your story something that people would would, would want to hear? Is, this, is your story something that you would want to tell, that you would want to come back and inspire? Okay, so without further ado, I wanted to go ahead and, and get mine. Okay, so the prompt is explain your situation to yourself five years ago. Hey, Des, things are pretty shitty now. You have a one-year-old, and those feelings of having no idea what, what you are doing are incredibly real. Your plan to end your life isn't going to be successful, and it's because of her. Those feelings of inadequacy are incredibly real, but your love for her and your legacy means much more. It doesn't seem right now, but getting fired from your job will push you. You'll take some odd jobs over the next couple of years, but this will put you in a position to work with Major League Baseball. <laughs> Pretty cool, right? You're actually going to turn down that job after a couple of years to go all in on your business and your dream. This will make you work harder on yourself than you ever thought possible. Yes, you're going to own a home. And you know what? You're going to feel enough to marry the love of your life, and the two of you are going to have two amazing kids. The parenting fails you're experiencing right now will be used in your first TED Talk. This will push you to write a book, start a podcast, to which we're sharing this story on, and best of all, find peace in all the pain you've experienced. The pain will fuel you far more than any motivator ever could. 
when you feel like you want to quit, your pain will remind you how everything up to this point has prepared you <clears throat> to keep going. You're built for this life, and the success you'll encounter is no accident. You'll have multiple days where you'll be locked in your office crying because you're unsure of how to make this work. Be still in the pain. It's educating you. It's talking to you. It's teaching you. I don't want to give too much away, but you're getting ready for multiple trips worldwide to work with the world's best athletes, talent, and dancers. And you're bringing your family for a lot of them. You've become the hero you've been waiting for your whole life. And the best part about all of this is that there are no limits to what you can do if you send yourself in the healthiest version of yourself. Keep going, Des. Others are watching. And when I say others, I mean I'm watching. I know you won't disappoint. I knew when I was writing this, I was going <laughs> to have a have some sort of feelings about what I had to say, but like I don't know if you're if you're going through your process and it's hard and it's painful. Be still enough to stop, to check in, to observe, to be okay with whatever feelings are on board right now because your feelings are going to educate you. They're going to talk to you if you are still enough to actually observe and be curious about what it's trying to say. So I had no motive of coming on here and bragging by any stretch of the imagination, but simply giving you an inner look and humanizing the idea that as you go through your process, your biggest gift is going to be telling the story of how you went from where you are to where you're going and, and possibly where you are now which is right in line with what we're doing here. Can't believe I made it. Catch you all in the next one. Love. What's up, high performers, high performance mentor and dietitian Desi here. Before I let you go, I just want to speak to your heart real quick. If there's something inside of one of these stories or inside of one of these episodes that is really resonating with you, it's because I'm speaking to the high performer in you. So there's two things that I want you to do before you get done here. One, if you're looking to surround yourself with other high performers and you're looking to get more of a cue with how to become the high performer that you need to become, I want you to join our Facebook. It's called the High Performers Club. I'll make sure that we have 
have that in the show notes of each and every episode. All you got to do is click on the link, answer a couple questions and you're in and you get full access to a wide variety of free videos, free content for you, free ways for you to, to step up and become the high performer that you need to become. On the other end, we also know that information is readily available. It's the application that people need to invest in in order to get to that point where they have sustainable change towards their habits and towards their high performing selves. And so if you're looking in ways to work with me, please click on the link, fill out a couple questions and see what kind of spots are available in the moment. I would love to work with you if you are someone who is looking to become the high performer that you need to become because it's what I do. Love y'all. Thanks for listening.